right. We are, we're, we're recording. Bring us in, man. Hello, and welcome to episode 39. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Oh, keep, look at that. you keep that. You have a different mic, so I have, to, oh, I have to learn the new settings. The I did, but then you blew it out right away. Got try try introing again. Okay, I'll try not to. Okay. Hello and welcome. Okay. No, no, good. <laughs> All right. Now, here we go. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 39 of the What Say You podcast. How's that? It's good. I wouldn't get so close to the mic if I were Oh, okay, you. great. Yeah. That's better for me. Yeah. Good. Now try. Hey, and welcome to episode 39 of the What Say You podcast. I am Sal Volcano. Hey, I'm Brian Quinn. And with us today, we have uh, a great guest. A friend, New York comedian, Mr. Mike Lawrence. Hello, sir. Hey, how's it going? Happy to have you. Been waiting. That was just them clapping. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just just destroy all illusions. Uh. (laughs) So, uh, one thing, just to get it out of the way very quickly, that I don't know if you guys know, what you might from Mike Shirt cue that you guys share in common is a love for. I I was going to bring it up. That culture. Yes. I remember you telling me about him before comic yes. books. He's a big comic book fan. So yes. That's right. So uh, I just want to get that out of the way because if left to your own devices, I don't know, like you guys might like just. I was going to ask him about the, the shirt. Okay. Yeah. I was going to. Go for it, man. Here, well, here's the, here's the well, thing. Now, comic, anytime comic book nerds get in a room, you think they're going to be friends. But then they just have to out nerd each other. Oh yeah, and they're like so lonely. Or like, do you want to just skip to the end and, and we could both play our our main nerd card and just see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you got? I don't know what I have. I have to think about it because I have a sword as a competition. You have a. Um, you worked in the in comic books, and you your home looks like a comic book. Yeah, my, yeah, my house looks like a comic book store. Um, uh. I have a lot. Uh, I don't know. I, you always I, surprise I, me with your I, knowledge. I, I, don't, I don't own a home because I was uh, in credit card debt because of my action figure addiction. <laughs> now, and, now you're talking. All right. <laughs> what, 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 what figure set were you going for? Uh, Marvel Legends. Uh, the, the, Some good uh, sculpts in that. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Uh, I, I, I had all the Builder figures, including the Galactus, the Sentinels, the, uh, the Apocalypse. Yes. Oh, yes. What happened, Sal, is you would buy like a, like a Nick Fury, and but they would have a piece of like Voltron, yeah, yeah but like just you, Apocalypse's arm, right? Yeah. And then you'd have to buy like Black Widow, and then and then together. well, there would be like four characters you really wanted, and then like Scuba Gear Wolverine, right? <laughs> <laughs> which which in your head you're like, but because of his adamantium he bones, would it would be harder for him to be buoyant in the water. <laughs> but you know, they, they don't care. They just want oh, your so money. Mike's your last comedy album was called Sadamantium, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Sadamantium. That's great. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> uh, do you read current or no? Yeah, yeah. I read some stuff. Yeah, what are you reading right now? I just uh, finished up Mark Wade's Daredevil Run. It's fantastic. Uh, his old one or the new San Francisco stuff? Uh, the the one that that just wrapped up. The wrapped up. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm just about caught up uh, on Superior Spider Man, and then getting into the new Amazing. I, Dan Slott's probably like my favorite like modern writer. Yeah, Dan, uh, Superior Superior was one of the first things we talked about. Where do I told you about Doctor Octopus taking over Spider Man's body? Yes. Um, the Spider-Man is a hooker, that episode? Yeah, Spider-Man is a black hooker episode. Is a black hooker, that, yeah. that was came from, I was trying to explain to him the intricates of, uh, intricacies, I should say, of, of, uh, Dr. Octopus taking over Peter Parker's body. But did you finish the run or no? 
Um, I'm I'm in the middle of Goblin Nation. I have. Oh, uh, okay. So I usually get them from the library or like the the apps and stuff, like um, like the Marvel app. Like, right. I just if you wait expensive. six months, it drops down to like a dollar ninety nine. Yeah, issue. exactly. Yeah, yeah. They're too expensive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but, I mean, obviously, you know, Peter Parker's came back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but do you know what's going on now with with the Spider Verse and all? Have you? Do you yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like news rama and all that stuff? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the Gwen Stacy. And, yeah, it looks yeah, cool yeah. as shit. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I love that stuff. I mean, I get, I'm, I'm very uh, emotional with it. I, I've broke down and cried in the theater uh, when I see the movies when they disappoint me. I, 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 what I used to do, I don't do this as much anymore. I would bring all of the action figures whatever respective movie it was so that I had a pure vision of the characters. <laughs> no, come on. I, I would bring, I'd bring the comics. I would, I would, I would, I, I was reading an issue of daredevil during the movie daredevil to keep myself from breaking down. I love that joke you do about, uh, about the, the Ben Affleck. Oh yeah. Ben Affleck being cast as Batman fills me up with all the anger and emotion he's never been able to portray on screen. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So you're not a fan of uh, Batfleck? No, no, no. No, pictures in a do it for you. You know what? The trailer? Did you see the Comic-Con trailer? Yeah, it just doesn't feel like an inspired choice. It it feels like Warner Brothers giving him a favor because Argo winning the Oscar it's very um, transparent. It's empty. Mm. I think Snyder's terrible. Man of Steel was a piece of garbage. Wow, you got these strong opinions. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Right. <laughs> that's, uh, I go back and forth on Man of Steel. I, I when I saw it in theaters, I was like, this ending is preposterous. But then, it's not even the ending; it's the tone that bothers me. It's what part? It's the idea that you know we live in a country where people can just be hateful. And mean to each other. Random people get shot. Um, there's all these horrible things that happen. The Zimmerman verdict, uh, you know, is Adrian Peterson thing. And I think like we genuinely need Superman now. Like, like the old fashioned Superman. Yeah. Like to me, Superman's greatest power is that he's just a good person because he wants to be. Right. You know, and nobody is. And I mean, even with stuff like the ice bucket challenge, like the first few people, yeah, there's, yeah, it's just charity, but then it becomes like, let's top each other. Like there's this selfishness that creeps into everything now and it's did you, fucking disgusting. Did you, did you happen to see, um, the Yanni, <laughs> no, the James Murray Yanni ice not. bucket challenge? Do you, do you have eight minutes to spare? And then Superman snap his neck at the end. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is that like, so, so, so some people this, you're saying just did it as a show awful, of their own, yeah. of their <laughs> exactly. own, like they didn't do it. Yeah. For, what you're saying is some people <laughs> yes, out there, yes, yes. we, we are not going to name names, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. uh, you could, you could find them out there, uh, <laughs> probably didn't do it for say charity's sake, but maybe at the tail end. I haven't seen this video, but I want to okay. believe that Yanni was his Jarrell. Go out into the world, my son. Let the ice water bathe on you like humanity shall in the distance and the horizon of. But so you would think you would like a lighter. Like I just, I just think that like Like a little more daring do. People are so awful to each other now that it would have been nice to like see Superman not be a dick and and the the main flaw in. Uh, Man of Steel wasn't wasn't that he snapped the neck. It said he was raised by an asshole. 
Yeah. Pa Kent's a piece of shit. His father is kind of a dope in that movie. Yeah. Well, he tells him to let those other kids die, which is yeah, pretty, yeah, yeah. pretty and awesome. And then he just walks into a tornado. Like, right. He, he kills himself. Like, yeah. There's nothing like he's that close. Superman which is, could have easily gotten him. If you read the comics, you're definitely like, I've seen this scenario play out a billion times where Clark Kent could zip out the back, get him, and be back before... Before, uh, yeah. But what but if, you use, if you use that logic, then yeah. you can with with Superman movies, you can every single thing that happens. But you know, a, you know what it really is is it's it's DC trying to be Marvel. It's you know you look at like the Flash and Jeff Johns giving him this mom murder mystery. Oh, like, it's horrible. All of these like I stopped reading the Flash. All because, these because like light fun characters. Are given these grim, you know, like gritty origins. We they don't all need it. Like not every character needs to have been abused as a child and and all of that. Right. Like some some people can just like be good people, you know. <laughs> like that's fine. Do you think that DC is now looking at what Marvel is doing? Like Guardians of the Galaxy is a flat out comedy. I think they're yeah, a little bit fantastic. like, oh my god, they're yeah, like, yeah. why the fuck did we? Because they have the no jokes edict. That's what yeah, DC is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, film thing is like no jokes. There's another rule, right? There's two of them: no jokes, no something else. I don't know. Really? They, they don't want into. They, they they they're trying not to inject humor at they're, all. Into- they're trying to. Yeah, they want to keep it like realistic and grim. Well, and you know, it's not even <laughs> just humor. You know, I think when we look back on Guardians, I mean, and I think it's it's one of the best movies that's come out in years. I, I, I agree. I, yeah, I, I absolutely love it. Awesome. But you know what? You know what it has that that. The DC movies have never really had is is pop culture. Uh, I think like you look at the soundtrack, sure, and the soundtrack is really what distinguishes it above anything else because right. it grounds it in our reality, and it's a brilliant framing device because it's that idea that even though we're not on Earth, there's this. These are songs that. You know, there's a few hacky choices in there. <laughs> you know, uh, Jackson Five and all that. That song's been played to death, but like, but there was a lot of like interesting songs in there that you kind of remember but don't. And you know, like Cherry Bomb and and, mm-hmm. and fun stuff like that. That it really, it really cements it in this humanity. And you look at all three Batman movies, the Nolan ones, and Man of Steel. That the, there's there's some product placement in there. <laughs> Right. They don't mind making that money, but there's no, there's no like celebrity references. There's no, you know, music references. There's, there's none of that. Right. There's not even any type of licensed music at all that, that I can think of. I mean, maybe I'm proven wrong and a juggalo no, will since, point out to not me. Not since but. Prince, uh, danced down, uh, yeah. since Jack Nicholson. But even that was made, you know, specifically for the, for the film. Yeah, but yeah. I'm talking like, you know, parts of our world in it, which, which Marvel has always done better. That's a part of Marvel's thing since the beginning. Right, right. You know, there was an issue of, uh, Either like uh, strange tales where the human torch and uh, the thing where beetles wigs, <laughs> like sixty four. It's right. awesome. I love stuff like that. Well, they always said like Marvel set in the real world, DC yeah, yeah, yeah. set in like its own little universe, which has always been the distinction between the two. And that's the emptiness of the DC, you know, universe. Now it's like this is the thing that bothers me the most. I don't like that when things are sad and mopey and people call them realistic. Like it's only it's only when things are shitty that people are like, but that's that's real life. Yeah, but like real life has hope and joy and happiness too. Yeah, I wouldn't look to a Batman movie for that, but I I think you're right about like Superman. I don't mind a grim and gritty Batman. I didn't like the last Batman. 
I don't. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, it was kind of like it. Oh, the Bane one. Yeah, I thought it was just. I, He's just I, I in was a well it, for an hour. I can't believe right. this is this. It was like boring. I would never it watch like, it again. The Joker one, I would watch again. The second one, I would that watch one was again. good. That was my favorite one. Yeah. But you just said the Joker one when he's not in it, it's not as good. Right. <laughs> right, 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 right. Did you like him or I, I still like Nichols, Nicholson's Joker better? Oh no, 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 no. Ledger's is way better. I no. think. Really? Nicholson is just playing himself. Yeah, but that's fine. I like that. He just looks like he you? fell into a pile of cocaine. Uh, Thirty-one. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good he might have uh yeah maybe i'm a little older than you because i was i think i was in that sweet spot oh when yeah. it came out you know what i mean well, it's like like i don't have the connection to star wars because i wasn't you know five in 1977 right, that right, everybody right. does he's like oh and i'm like it's okay i think i think guardians of the galaxy is way better than star wars i'd rather watch that than all those fucking movies well, the, none of the remakes. more fun. I didn't like any of the remakes at all. But even the originals, not the remake, the, the prequels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even the originals, it's funnier. It's more fun. You know, the only thing Guardians has as a flaw is the villain sucks. But Marvel's villains have always sucked in their movies because kind of interchangeable. Yeah, you know what it is like, and it's literally there's that scene where Ronan, the villain, has like the you know and. And I'm pissed that they call it an infinity stone. It's an infinity gem. You can be a little feminine. It's okay to have jewelry. Uh, <laughs> and it's like they, they micromanage every thought of stones because boys, burn. it's a gem. Um, <laughs> that's how Jim Starlin wrote it. Let it be a fucking gem. But when he has the infinity gem, you know, uh, and he's, he's a, he's, they call him a religious fanatic, right? Right. Star Lord dances in front of him and he just sits there. Right. Fred Phelps would not let anybody dance. <laughs> you know, if you these references are over my head, but okay. You know, Fred Phelps Fred was Phelps like was the, the uh, Westboro. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you, you just say that. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the dudes do like protest soldiers' funerals and right, stuff. Right, the right, Westboro, right. but like, but whatever you want to say about them, they don't flinch. Right. <laughs> they don't. They don't right. stand there and let other people enjoy themselves. It doesn't. <laughs> no, I was at the uh, Indy 500 this year. The Indy 500, yeah. and they were just like. Yeah, race cars are gay, burning hell. Oh, I was yeah, like, whoa, yeah. dude, like I'm just going to eat a hot dog. And- Which is like, they're the most disgusting, horrible people, yeah. but they're fanatics. They right. never flinch. You How know, it's like when I go to see Catwoman by myself. Yeah, but, <laughs> but it's that thing like, why would a religious fanatic just let a guy dance? He wouldn't. And he's got omnipotent power. It makes no sense. Yeah, but well, that's Marvel. The villains exist to let the heroes dance. There you go. Well, and also that I think that's also maybe uh, maybe just kind of what you're asking for. They just gave it to you a little too much, like a little the humor and stuff. Little, yeah, 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 like they took it a little too far, maybe. But it was at the expense of this other character, right? You know, right. but he wasn't much of a character anyway. Ronan in this, right? Yeah, he, yeah, he wasn't. He could have been, but I mean, right? But the but the character of religious fanatic, like that's enough. Like, okay. I know those guys. They suck. That's a good villain. <laughs> you think? You think like these like Guardians in the movies now? Because I think obviously there's more superhero movies now than they were when we were younger. Do you think any of them are being received by kids today like the way that when Bat the Michael Keaton Batman oh, came definitely. out? Definitely, like, probably it, more it so. Rocked, but that that like was they, that I would, rocked the world, man. That see, was like, I will I will say I'll agree with both of you. They are, but less so, just because. Pop culture Saturated. is so frayed now, and there's no there's no zeitgeist anymore. 
Right, but I mean, we've, but I mean, think of growing up and being a kid with the shared universe would blow my fucking mind. It oh, yeah, would yeah, blow yeah. my mind. It would, but, I would never get over it. But like when, when something like, like I was 10 when Jurassic Park came out, right. everybody saw it. Yeah. Nobody goes to all see something now. Everyone's right. like, oh, I'll wait for the Blu ray. Oh, wait for this. Remember, you know, I mean, you guys know this more than me because you're closer to death, but like, remember <laughs> when, you know, you'd, it would take over a year for a VHS to come out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And the video store, they'd sell it for like $100. Yeah, it was like <laughs> bucks if you wanted to buy it. Right. Yeah. It was 100 fucking bucks. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That is insane. I was wearing a blockbuster. Who are the, who are the people who are buying those? But that was they, out they, there. No, they were priced. They were priced to not sell, correct? No, they were priced to support the rental market. Yeah. They didn't want you buying it. They wanted you to rent it. So Correct. They, yes. Which is what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. yes. So, so no, I mean, nobody was walking around spending like $10,000 on 100 sure. VHS tapes. I collected, I was an avid movie collector. Right. Whatever that was, it was like, like a late 80s rapper thing. Yo, motherfuckers, I got all the Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> I own them, too. I don't got to take them back. Nerds in paradise, motherfucker. I don't got to be con. I don't got to rewind. <laughs> <laughs> my, my mom and pop store used to have these little chips, these little, like, red chips. They, there was, like, they, and they had, like, four to five copies of every tape. And that was it. You took the chip. Right. You could even put it on hold. You put your name on a list. Yeah, for when it gets that. a turn, you get it first. But uh, I, I was the guy that um, I bought... VHS, but not like when it first, like I bought them, like, you know, they were in the price range of 10 to At a certain point, it tipped. Yeah. Right. 10 to 15 bucks when they like mass marketed them and like when they started at the Wiz and stuff like that. Mm. And then they started doing used VHS. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I went, I used to go off. There was I remember you and I used to go with the Blockbuster, remember? Yeah, yeah. You would call me and be like, they're having deal sales. Yeah, this was DVD, DVD, not DVDs. VHS, yeah. But there was this place in, the, in Times Square, I forget what it was called. And they used to do five for twenty five on VHS, and which when, is great because you get like three that you really wanted, and then one that you take a chance. Take a on, chance on, on. You, absolutely. Yeah. I would try to get like an independent film really? or something. And then I like Lance Henriksen; he's good. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, when DVDs came out, I had I to get rid of my Lance Henriksen movie. Yeah, Pumpkinhead got released, and yeah. I was like, "Holy shit, I gotta watch it this!" Didn't, it didn't matter what name I was gonna say; you would be like, "Oh yeah." yeah. I do like Michael Jeter. He was a great character actor. <laughs> well, I had to get rid of uh, like 300, 400 tapes. Yeah. And uh, my dad had like seven, 800. He had a closet full. Oh, yeah. Just gave away. And even right now, I have six, like six. You still have all your DVDs? I still have a lot of DVDs. Would yeah. you do it? You have them all, those ones again? Yeah, I gave some to my brothers. I said, I just I have five, 600 DVDs. And they're in a room on a shelf. And I don't know what to do with them. I can't. Bring myself to give them away right. because at least half of them were bought for twenty to twenty three dollars each. Yeah. Like if it, it's definitely like fifteen thousand dollars worth of DVDs over the span of ten years. You know, you gonna get rid of them if if you ever move, you'll be like, I'm not fucking taking all these goddamn. I'm, I might else. move now, and I, I don't know what I'm gonna do. It's all on the, it's all on the computer. I mean, that's the thing. It's like I was big with features, though. I like the features. I like that. That's that, that's why I bought yeah. DVDs. I bought them literally for the commentary and the extras. Do you know what the best is watched commentaries for really bad movies. Because it's just a director justifying. <laughs> oh, like all his horrible you know, choices. Like, I, I watched the commentary for The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh. 
Yeah, exactly. But that's what's great about it. And the, it's like one of the producers, and he's like, you know, um, I mean, not a lot of people uh, knew these British characters, so we had to put Tom Sawyer in. And like, but it's like all this horrible rationale. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Tom Sawyer was the least of that movie's problems, I thought. He was one of them, though. Yeah, he was one it of them. It was like a uniquely British product that you didn't have to Americanize, but they yeah. did. But back to back to what I think. It was 89 that Batman came out? Uh, yeah, it was yeah, 89. 89. Yeah, yeah. So I was sold, right? So I had the, the, the like the album. The, yeah. I had that. I had, and I I bought this. And these are really popular, and I still have it right now. Maybe you remember this, the Batman medallions. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> they they were they were like medallions, like almost like like a hip, like 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 a flavor flav type right, thing. Right, and it was like like they had the Batman symbol and everything. Yeah, there was some made out of leather. There was some made yes, out of metal. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I had like a gold leather one. And then like, you know, I mean, just everything, the merchandise and all that kind of thing. You think today kids are walking around like, like, just like, cause we were in like, we were in like eighth. Not in the same way. There's nothing can ever be that big again. It's like, you know, Carson, you know, nothing, you know, no late night is ever going to be as big as that was because, you know, it was more the people first, it was the first yeah. movie, right? It was the first reboot. Like, yeah. it was the first, it's like, yeah. And, and, but things evolved. Well, since 66, like, right? Was the, was the first yeah. Batman movie? Well, the Adam West one was 67. Yeah. I think it was 67. Well, there were the 1940s Batman shorts. Uh, sure, but that's <laughs> a hell of a gap between yeah, yeah, yeah. 67 yeah. So and So for us, yeah, right. it just was like, prior to that, I mean, there was the Hulk on television. Yeah, but yeah. what was the big superhero movie, if any, before that Superman. Batman? Superman. Sure, was the, the whole that, big yeah, But now one. you're yeah. still, right. going, back, yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. going back 10 years. Right. So it was like, for me, Superman was the first Superman. The Batman was the first Batman. And even right. when when Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man came out, I was like, holy shit, we yeah. finally get Spider-Man now. Right, right. You know what I mean? So that's why, like, now it's just so sad. It's just like there's different versions. There's different directions. Oh, yeah. There's reboots. There's this. There's that. So I don't know. I don't, I remember just it being like we were just talking about Spider Man because we were before we before you came into the room we saw the picture of us with uh, Spider Man oh, turn so, off the dark. So, so, we were talking about did that. Did you see it? Did you oh, see yeah. turn off the I dark? saw the original version. Which yep. I'm very we so did we. Yeah. We saw it with the kids with like the uh, the, uh, the the Greek, Greek chorus. chorus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the the ugly pageant. <laughs> they're like you know super villains. You know, are ugly, so they wouldn't have a beauty pageant. They'd have an ugly pageant, and then it's literally yeah. all the villains oh, like, sashaying yeah, yeah, down yeah, the right. runway. Uh-huh. Right. And and how about the uh, the song about her shoe shopping? Oh yeah, the, the main villain, oh, the two thousand year old Arachnid, yes. goes shoe shopping to impress Peter Parker. And the villain choices in it, they they had one of the the best villains ever like this is like a why you should love comic books character uh one of the villains uh in the ugly pageant was swarm mm-hmm. who is a bees. nazi made of bees <laughs> that's right there was a, yeah. there was a nazi yeah. scientist whose brain went into sentient bees <laughs> nazi bees it's the best thing ever <laughs> I remember we should have highlighted that character a little more than they yeah. did. I guess the first, the first, we saw it twice. We went back and saw it after they adjust, like after they changed it. Right. But I remember, uh, and I was, I was telling Mike, you know, Reeve, we've befriended Reeve, yeah, who yeah. was the leader. Of that. Yeah. And he's, he's, he was, he was great. I mean, we we went out with him. We saw him, and 
it was like we were hanging out with Spider-Man. We were so excited. We're like, yeah. you're Peter Parker. And he's like, my name's Reeve. We're like, Peter, you want a drink? He's yeah. like, my, my name's you, Reeve. You were doing that. We were like, yeah. you're like, I'm sitting next to Peter Parker. I'm, I'm, Dude, like, I'm, I'm sorry about your uncle. Uh, yeah. That was one of my favorite things in, in, in the, in the um, movie. I mean, in the musical is that they... Uncle Ben dies in a car crash. <laughs> like, right. You yeah, have to Flash. Change. Somebody's trying to steal Flash's car, right? Yeah, yeah. And he goes to stop it. Right. It's like, you had to change that? <laughs> right. It's the one indoor. The, the best moment in the whole uh, Spider-Man turn off the dark. And I hope they kept it when they changed it was. You know, this is, this is the most expensive musical of all time. $75 million musical. And the scene in the movie where he wrestles with... Uh, Bone Saw McGraw, played right. by Macho Man Randy yeah, Savage, yeah. which which is probably named Bone Saw McGraw because the original wrestler character in Amazing Fantasy 15 was Crusher Hogan, and he had a feud with Hogan at the time. Okay, <laughs> get it? Really? Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, in the in the musical, he wrestles Bone Saw. Bone Saw is played by a blow up doll. Oh, Remember that's this? right. In the inflatable oh, ring. In the ring, yeah. That's right. A $75 million production where you're watching a man right. in an inflatable ring with a blow-up That's dog. right. That's right. I remember that. I feel like I should be paying for that in Japan. You know, like, <laughs> that is something I should be jerking off to. <laughs> Not watching no, on wait, Broadway. That stopped, that stopped, that stopped you from jerking I should, off? I should be seeing that on Broadway in like 1988. <laughs> right, right, right. Rocky's done, by the way. I know Rocky closed I passed by the empty theater yesterday. That's crazy. Mike, you, you recently married. Yeah, uh, you, literally. Uh, that's right there. Oh, you got a Green Lantern powering, huh? Yep. Get nice. get out of here right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. Who's are you a Kyle Rayner guy? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Oh, yeah. Just so you could tell. That era, that whole era of time. Me. You could see in my eyes yeah. that I'm going to stick my wife in a refrigerator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alex. Uh, yeah. All right. So that's what I'm getting. You, you actually. Issue 54. Returned. Right. That's right. See, oh, that's nice. the nerd. There we go. See? Little sides to each you, other. You returned. See, we started this off. It's like Michael Jackson's bad. You ain't nerd. You nothing. You nothing. So like, see, see. You're my father. If I please you. I was only six when Batman came out. But I had the action figure of Bob, his henchman. Bob Gunn. Yeah. <laughs> He did have an action figure. Yeah, he great. deserved it. He looked like Jackie the Joke Man. Like yeah, that. Fuck, it was great. <laughs> your wife, you got back from your honeymoon last night. Yeah. He's here this morning. He got back late oh, last shit. night. Great. Late last night. Came yeah. here this morning for us. Mexico, yeah. Um, does your wife share your affinity or does she not at all? Or has she uh, grown uh, knowledgeable and a fan because of you? Like, what, what's the you deal in your house? Like, we were very, like, we're like, she she has a lot of things that she loves um that that I respect a lot she respects the stuff I love like I kind of like it in a way like where like she loves uh like horror movies she loves um like uh muppets and all that she she's a a a producer uh, for a production company, and they work on Sesame Street six months out of the year. Oh. Like she geeks out on that stuff. Oh, which I was like, cool. who? That's like the greatest stuff ever. Right, it's right, awesome. Right, right. Like she showed me a picture of her with like the original Big Bird, Carol Spinney, and oh wow, you know. Wow. So we're very much like both nerdy. It, it's just uh, it, it's a little different. Like 
Like we went to see Guardians together, and she loved it. Like we'll go see the movies together, but I'm not expecting her to like you know read the new Matt Fraction Hawkeye or whatever. Right. But I wouldn't want her to, like I don't I wouldn't I wouldn't want that. Like right. it's you know there's some things like you you kind of want to keep a little separate. Right. You know. So like, w- w- when did you get the idea to put the uh, the the lantern? I the- I asked for it, and then it was like. She found it like this is the thing like the internet, you know, it's like you could find anything. This is this is fifty bucks. Okay. Yeah. It's on Etsy. And oh cool. And it was cool. Like our our ceremony, like we it was like very much a do it yourself wedding. We did it in my mom's backyard in the Poconos. And we ended with the Green Lantern Oath. We oh, had really? The entire wedding recite the Green Lantern Oath. Oh, that's pretty great. <laughs> she had like she had a puppet that uh uh she made it. The, the FAO Schwartz has like a make your own Muppet shop. And so the Muppet had the rings. <laughs> we uh, took the rings from the Muppets. And we, <laughs> we incorporated like a lot of our, our personalities into right, it right, right, and, right. and stuff. It was really awesome. Um, cause that's the thing. Like, you know, I mean, marriage, all of it, the wedding, it's like, it's all what you make of it. Right, right, right. So we got to really make it our own that way, and and it and it felt awesome. Like she, you know, she loves like children's books, and so she had like a lot of uh, a few of her friends reading from children's books during the wedding. It was really like let's just put in as much. Yeah, that's great. I had uh, Mister and Mrs. Fantastic on top of the cake as the cake top. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah. great. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I used to uh, I used to bartend for like ten years, and when I first started, I used to bartend at catering halls and weddings and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I bartended a couple of weddings a weekend for like a year or two, and I, it just got depressing because every wedding, like every wedding in those types of halls, you know, like yeah. they're basically the same exact thing over. Do they have and over time limits too? Like, time limits. Oh yeah. yeah so like we did not want that where you're just like got to get out. Oh, they tell you it's it, four it, o'clock. Gloves over. Oh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Then it was it was the same as like four or five hours. You got in. It was the same exact routine. No yeah. wedding could be distinguished from the next. It's like get in, introduce, first dance, sit down, have a main course, dance. You have to sit down again, find your seats, speeches, get up, dance, sit down again. And they tell you, you have to find your seats. And then it's like, all right, have dessert and you're out. And it was, it was, I've seen between the number of weddings I've been to and the number of weddings I've, I've probably seen this about 200 times. Oh, yeah. And so, like, it, it is. It's like... It, you know, another depressing job like that. I, I worked at LaGuardia uh, stocking restaurants and, like, doing, like, cashiering. And I would sometimes work, like, in, in ticketing, like, you know, so I would see people go through security and all that. But I'd also see them come out and hug and reunite. Right. And it, it got so depressing <laughs> after a while. Oh, to see them reunite? Yeah, just, like, working this awful $8 an hour job. <laughs> Well, it was the juxtapositioning of people really happy to see each other after months or years or whatever, and then people going through airport security. Like, I would watch dads explain 9-11 to their five-year-olds. Oh, wow. Get kids would be like, why do I have to take my shoes off, daddy? These very bad men did a very bad oh, thing. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, airports, do, airports actually do depress me. Oh, they're the they, worst. They're like, I mean, oh. hopefully you get in and out, but like... I don't know. They just like it's like hospitals, airports. It's just like something about them. Oh, it's awful. You, you know what? This is the funny thing with me, and it, it even that's like how new it is. It feels weird saying my wife, <laughs> right? But like me and my wife, like we were flying back from Mexico last night, and we realized, like I think one of the hopefully one of the keys to a good marriage is that you know you you hate 
different things. Um, but you can get together on it. Like, and like, cause hate will bring anybody together a lot of times. <laughs> like, for instance, like with us, like she hates being on the plane. Like, you know, the turbulence and all that, like it scares her. She's right. nervous and all that. I hate every other part of the process. I don't mind the shakiness. I hate when people put their bag, their book bags in the overhead compartment. <laughs> I hate that it takes forever to get on the plane and off the plane. Yeah. I hate the baggage carousel. <laughs> I hate the empty coldness of the voices of doing the announcements. <laughs> Specifically when you hit the 10,000 feet and they do the Sky Miles credit card announcement. <laughs> like, it's just, it, like, it all sounds like it's in Mr. Freeze's voice to me. Right. <laughs> Nora, you are flying Spirit Airways. <laughs> but it, it's all this, like, it all just makes me think of how life is meaningless and we're all going to die. Like, it really does. I fucking hate it. But it's like, because we're allowed to hate those two different aspects of it, like, she's able to be there for me when that stuff's happening. Right. I'm able to be there so, for her. So, yeah. so when the time you close the front door of your house to the time you land in Mexico, it's just a depressing hate fest. Basically, because you hate every part of the process. Between the two of you, you hate every single part of the process. So you, but we take turns. Right. And then we, we, we comfort Support each, each other. Is, is, there, is there a couple in the airport that see you pass and go, I hate the airport for this reason. These two right here. That's, a, that's a part of love. Like, like on the way to Mexico, I, I, they had one of the movies they had on the plane was The Bucket List, which I'd never seen. Mm. Yeah. And it's really good. Uh, the, the, the Joker is in it. They wiped the coke off his face. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> Jack Nicholson and Morgan Freeman. Oh, and, right, right. I remember that. And it's really good. Like, it, it's very schmaltzy and like I'm crying like at the end and everything. And then it's like when we, when we were flying back yesterday, like, Watch it like I watched her watch it. Like I watched her cry. Someone heard her suffer the same way I did. It's like, it's like two old men with cancer and they know they're gonna die and they you know they die. Spoiler alert. Um and she's like and I'm like, yeah. I literally while she was watching the bucket list, I was watching all the superhero movies and just fast forwarding to the fights. <laughs> How amazing, was, amazing Spider-Man Two. You can see it in twenty minutes. Oh God! Oh, is that the one we That's saw? That we, we saw in London. We yeah. couldn't stand it. It was so really bad. there. There are genuine moments I love in that movie. Oof! Twenty minutes of them. That's the not exact number that Sal and I said. Twenty minutes. Whenever he's Spider-Man, fantastic. It's great. So good. Anytime. It's the best Spider-Man that has ever been on screen. Right. in that movie. Anytime he's not Spider-Man, I'm like, Terrible. what oh, the yeah, I agree. fuck is going on? He cried here? in every scene. He cried in every fucking scene. You know what's something I really liked about it that I, I didn't think of the first time was how genuinely diverse, like, the city of New York is in it. Like, there's this, and I don't know if I've ever seen this in a superhero movie, but there was, like, I think it's it's the best Spider-Man sequence, I think, on screen yet is that opening chase scene. Where he's got to get all the different yeah, things and that stuff. Gave and you a lot of hope in the beginning of the movie. But he's pushing people away. He's making all of the jokes. Right. He's doing every Spider-Man thing. So good. Yeah. It's so good. And then like that, a bus is coming towards like an Asian, like an older Asian guy, like in his granddaughter or his daughter or whatever. And he pushes them out of the way. And I literally, I was like, I don't know if I've ever seen that. In a Spider-Man movie or a superhero movie, it's always some like "Go get him, Spidey guy." Right, like, right, no, right. that's actually what New York looks like too. Right, 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 right. Yeah, well, that was the part I didn't like. 
Well, one the thing diversity. About, I, I, really, I, really, I really couldn't fucking stand it. Uh, it was I even love when, when, when the little kid's bullied and he, like, see, that's what Man of Steel was missing when he, like, right, when he went he up to that it, little and kid. And then he tells the little kid, like, like you're a hero too. Or even, even with Electro at the beginning when he's like, your name's Max. And, like, that's Spider Man. Like, where he's like a good dude and he's helping everybody. Right. The one thing I didn't like the way, he, I think he's a little too confident as Peter Parker. Like, yeah. he's, like, really, like, suave. Oh, he skateboards before he gets the spider bite. Right, 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 right. And I, like, Toby didn't play it that way. He always played it, like, yeah, coming from a place of, like, ins- like ins- yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just, I, that I didn't like. It just, like, he's, like, this, like, super cool Peter Parker. Yeah, but. You know, I mean, like, he's, like, he's, like, all confident, all flirty. Right. He, he, he just has an arrogance. He has an arrogance. Well, Spider-Man has an arrogance. Like it has that like jokey like kind of arrogance to it, right. but like this is different. This is more like yeah, it, like, it was like I don't know. Here's their their big misstep more than anything. Nobody gives a fuck about Peter Parker's parents. That's, no that's for me has, to take my medicine. You know, <laughs> no one, no one ever has. No one, no one ever will. Right? No. They don't matter. They've tried. You know? Well, they gave him a sister now. You know that. Ugh. No. Yeah, that's the new one that that, that he has Jesus. a sister. Uh, you, you know what it is? And like, and a, and a girl that got bit at the same time as him. Uh, so they're well, they always do shit now, like that. So that yeah, and then and then this new character. Remember, remember since past with Osborne and his, you know, banging Gwen Stacy, and he had oh, like and they had two the twins, uh, yeah, and they were super. They so were in Paris, and like, yeah, yeah. But 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 it is. It's like. Anytime in, oh, I in those, about that. anytime in those Spider-Man movies where he's trying to figure out about his parents, it's literally like you're watching Spider-Man go on Ancestry.com. Right, it's, right, like, it's not right. fun. Right, 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 right. right. Well, when it takes us out of the reality, because we were like, all right, so Peter Parker finds a magic subway token Ugh. that he puts into the into yeah. the underground. Like you're thing. Go oh yeah, hero on us. And we yeah, were just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. so wait, that was ridiculous. Somebody took the time to build. To build a uh, uh, a uh, underground so subway land, which, which, which we hated it, but it's the exact same reasons why we love the Saw movies, right? That's we, true. we love to, we would love to go watch the Saw movies and then just pick them apart, like line by line. Well, sometimes they're fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know what I did on on a mon- Monday night? We were so tired. It was our last night in Mexico, and we were for, you know most of the channels were in Spanish. Then there was a, a channel that was just showing action movies in English. It had like Spanish subtitles, but they had the movie Undisputed 2 and then Half Past Dead 2. And we watched them. We watched both of them. They were direct video sequels. <laughs> Undisputed 1 was like uh, Ving think- Rames and, and Wesley Snipes, like boxing in prison. Undisputed 2 stars Michael Jai White. I, I did say direct video. Yeah, 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 and uh, Black Dynamite, okay, and um, or or Gamble in the Dark Knight, sure. um, <laughs> and he uh, and he goes into a Russian prison and fights this dude named Boyka, and yeah. it was genuinely fun. And then Half Past Dead Two stars the wrestler Bill Goldberg. <laughs> That's like, really? and the original some of those Steven movies are, are are fun to watch for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, like 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 I I the, like the Expendables movies. There are genuine moments in those movies you're like, this is actually awesome. And then there's other moments you're like, ugh. 
I haven't seen him, but we we go on the road. We try to catch yeah. a movie now and again. And I, he always baits me into seeing. Like he's like, "How are you going to say no to this?" So I'll go, and they're horrible. Remember that we saw like a string of like the Wolverine movie oh, was so bad. Oof. Yeah. Oof. And then uh, that last stand with Schwarzenegger. Yeah, John like his, oh, his, his like his big welcome back to action. That was so bad too. Man. Yeah, we had a we had a string of really bad ones on the road. Did you sneak into the theater on that one? No, that was Murray and Joe. Murray and Joe, yeah, right? Yeah, we paid. They just a mom and pop right theater. They snuck in. <laughs> Take that! <laughs> so horrible. <laughs> like the cool type of theaters that'll show like prints of like Back to the Future at midnight and shit like that, and they're just loving it. And they're just a Joe and fucking Murray just like, ah, smell you later. <laughs> walked to the fucking theater and didn't pay. You hear that, everybody? <laughs> the owner's a guy named Bert, and he's like, yeah, have some popcorn on me. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you want some real butter on that popcorn? That's like, true. Oh. And then and, then, and like the ticket was like six bucks. <laughs> <laughs> it was like in the middle it was like an aisle yeah, yeah, that's yeah. how you rage against the machine <laughs> <laughs> no it's cool though though Mario did the ice bucket jam <laughs> all proceeds go to independent theater owners <laughs> I love I mean but I love man I will I will like I will never get the same joy out of browsing on Netflix that I did going to a video store. No, oh, no you way. know what the best was when you would rent something on the based on the box art alone yeah Abs- absolutely, that's the way it was done. But oh, you worked yeah. at Blockbuster. That yeah. was your big uh, high school job, right? Yeah, Blockbuster. Yours was, you were at McDonald's a long time, right? Seven and a half years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love all the all the stuff, all your material on that. Stuff yeah, <laughs> but dude, I I remember the movie Happiness. You ever see that? Tom yeah, Todd Salons. Yeah, I have it. I have it on VHS. Yeah. <laughs> but that box art, I think it's Daniel Close oh, or the, something the like that. It's yeah, awesome. but like I didn't know the movie at all. I'm like, I want to rent that. It's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that in the theater. Yeah, and then I got it. Yeah, hey, he he's uh he still makes movies. Some of his yeah. new, newer movies are. He really gets dark in them, man. Oh, he's. I mean, that movie is really dark. Yeah, that yeah. movie has you rooting for a pedophile. <laughs> right, 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 right. Is it uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman who has the body in his freezer? Possibly, yeah. With Cameron Man Cameron Manheim does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That movie. Did you see it? Which one is it? Happiness? No, I didn't oh, see it's, it. It's the one of the the leads is uh the actor Dylan Baker who was Kurt Connors in the original Raimi mm-hmm. Spider Man movies, but he plays uh, a pedophile named Bill Maplewood, and it's the some of the creepiest, like darkest. His his son has like a kid come over, and you see him like. Drug the kid. Like, oh god, it's, it's intense. It's but, intense, but, it, but it's a great movie. But it's also like a dark comedy too. Really? It's a dark. Well, there's a scene where like the kid finds out that the dad's a pedophile, and they have this converse. They have this heart to heart on on the bed where the kid's like, "Dad, would you ever fuck me?" And he goes, "No, I just jerk off instead." Oh, it's like, "Okay, God, Dad." Like insane. it's, it's <laughs> insane. <laughs> Completely. One of the best <laughs> endings ever, which I won't give away, but yeah, the yeah. ending it's is It's a fucking... kid, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, now, remember, I saw that in the movie theater. <laughs> and everyone just, like, everyone just turned and looked at each other like, holy shit. Here's how I saw it. As I, I rented it at, I, I went to college my freshman year at this place, uh, Longwood, in uh, Farmville, Virginia. And we would have, like, movie night where you'd, you'd rent something and, and everyone in the dorm would watch it together. And literally that scene where the guy's like drugging the kid that's like 45 minutes in, there was 12 of us. Everyone left except one other guy. 
in oh, me. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah, like, yeah. we're not watching Well, we'll this. just say, I'll, I can do it if we say this. Spoiler alert about this movie. So if you don't want to know the ending, yeah. skip skip right now. Um, the ending is the kid, He's I, I forget the context of it. But he's trying to jerk over the first time. He's like a young, he's like a young kid. <laughs> oh god! And at the end, he does, and they like, they like, they like, sh- they like, literally show like the, like they don't show him, but they show the the. He shoots on the dog's nose. Yeah, they show that, and then it, I think the last words in the movie. The dog like, starts like, <laughs> and he's like, "Yes, I came." No, he just he comes out and the line goes, "I came." That's, yeah. that's so good. Oh boy! And the movie it's, the it's, movie it's, opens with John Lovitz being dumped. I mean that right there. You right, got right, my right. money. Yeah, uh, it's it's it, you'll never get the tone by me telling you it, but right, like, right. Uh, I have it on VHS. I'll look up the old the old account. <laughs> Jeez Louise! You uh, you ever you ever like when you're a kid, like a movie comes on, like HBO or or what have you, and you're in the room with your parents, and neither of you know what to expect from the movie. Yeah, like, yeah. that ever happened? Like like my my dad like had a, like I said a huge VHS collection, yeah, and he would throw stuff on. He was pretty loose like that. Like he let me like, watch De- like Delirious is one of my biggest influences from a young age. Sure. I used to watch it over and over and over, and I and I watch that in front of my parents. You know yeah, that's I mean? a harsh one. It, it is hard to get through. Yeah, um, but it's even worse. Like with like se- you know, like oh, I, mean, I remember scene. watching Stripes with my parents, and when John Larroquette's looking through the shower at those girls, and I'm sitting next to my mother, and I'm like, oh my god, you know, it's such a horrible moment. Everyone's experiencing it. Your mom knows what's going on. She knows what you're thinking. You know, and no one says a word. No one says a word. <laughs> Dude, at it's all. better than if you watch like this, like. I remember I tried to watch like something with my dad and it was like the censored version. Like we watched like, you know, five minutes of Scarface. You mother funsters. And my dad's like, let's just, let's go to the video store. <laughs> I can't, you know, it's a little this is embarrassing. Dad, but like I had, you know, two sisters, uh, growing up, like that we, we lived in the same house and, and when, when the family throws on a movie or it's like flipping through and like something's on cable and then all of a sudden it's like, like right. there's a like literally yeah. a sex scene. The, girl the cable like, really takes like I always remember in um like in Animal House. It's a great movie. You know, there's that scene where the guy is like standing over the girl and the angel and the devil come uh-huh. and the devil's right. like fuck her, fuck her brains out. Right. It's so funny. That's not anywhere in the in in any versions on TV. Oh, oh really? Just kind of completely. Well, yeah, just yeah. debating rape. Yeah. So yeah. They're like, let's oh, just right, take right, it out. Right, right, right. But. Uh, Everyone does this thing where it's like when that part is on, like it's like they, like everyone like gets distracted on purpose, you know. Like I, I would, I would like, like, like look at my watch or something. Like my, you know, my, my mom would grab like, that, like a magazine. And my, my sister's. It's like, also uh, the, the people doing the editing aren't comedy people. You know what I mean? It's like they're not. Like I, this is a fascinating one. Um, the uh, I'm a big Simpson guy. Okay. And in the original uh, episode, uh, Cape Fear, when uh, Sideshow Bob gets hit by the rakes, do you remember that? No, I'm not. It just keeps happening. Like, it's just yeah. the joke is it just keeps well, going. Right? It's originally like nine rakes, but they syndicate it to like five or six. It's not as, for whatever reason, it's not as funny. Right. I don't know why, but nine rakes, it's like, because the whole point is that it's first funny, yeah, it gets, and it's it not funny, you, yeah. and then it is again. Right. But when you cut out that part, right, 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 right. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. We do with, we do with that when we, we the cut standards and practices. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah. There must be some. One of the one of the funnest notes that I ever got was uh, the first TV set I ever did. 
What was I, this for? This was for Comedy Central. Okay. And you did um, it, what, was it a half or? It was, uh, the John, John Oliver. Oh, John Oliver, yeah. New yeah, York yeah, Sam yeah. show. So I do this joke, um, you know, about working at McDonald's. It's like, I want to believe I was there for so long because a, a gyp, I was mean to a gypsy and she was like, from this day forth, you shall have the face of a rapist. And the self-esteem of one of his victims. <laughs> now, they uh, write back. They're like, look, can you say anger issues instead? I'm like, what? They're like, it seemed less like mean if you, you say that rape victims are angry instead of sad. It's like what? <laughs> right, 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 right. So we fight over this you now. Can't I got say that rape makes people I got sad. to do it. Now this is this is how I was able to do it. Yeah, what's that conversation like? The note the note was that I had to qualify the gypsy. It's literally like qualify the gypsy. So what I had to do is I had to say that the gypsy was mean and vindictive when she put the curse on me. That way, people would know that that was a behavior that is not uh, worth imitating. Well, how else are they going to know? Yeah. <laughs> God, what, what, what if you like had just said that? There, and then people know? were just going around and like, putting curses on people like gypsies. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just a little we, shocked we, at you. We, that's, how, that's how we get away with a lot of stuff on our show, actually. <laughs> like, the joke is like might be offensive, but we don't want to say it. We're being told we have to say it. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. Fucking, the person who gave you that note, like, you just got to be just like, it makes no difference. It makes no difference whether the, I say the fucking gypsy's vindictive or not. Whenever, whenever I see like a note, like, I just imagine who, whoever writes the notes like has uh, an apartment where everything <laughs> is in plastic. Like, <laughs> like I just imagine it's like this like sad woman and like the the three times a year she has sex she's like no come on the plastic these are these are the only on floors <laughs> the very special floors can you please just <laughs> how uh, how is it how was that your first experience doing that was amazing spot? was it as the dream man. are you uh, you I had no money when i did it too so it's like this is the thing was uh, and then like i tape it and then like a month and we 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 talked about this like uh you know a microphone but like it what what you make and what people think you make is so different right 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 because right. I mean, they think in those old antiquated terms and not the reality that there's 700 channels and that money's all split right um but i i had to i, I didn't have any money and i was going to go get a job at this uh bagel place and they and I just thought about this recently because in Mexico, my wife wanted me to wear a hat and I can't wear hats or I don't want to wear hats because it reminds me of McDonald's. Okay. Like every job I've had, I had to wear a hat. The airport, I worked at Pinkberry, I worked at like City Bakery. It's like I never, it's, it's a sign of oppression to me. Right. Okay. It's, it's, right. it, it is a, when, when you work at a place where they make you wear a hat, you are saying to people, I am less than you. You could treat me like crap. Not one person. But, I mean, outside so, of the Pope. Right. Not one person. They say, well, they say it's for health code stuff, though, right? It is, but the managers don't wear them. Right, right, right. They work in everything. They, right. they work with the food and everything. Right. So it's, not, it's not the hairnet, yeah, whatever. But um, but the, that, it's like, come on. So... um. It, yeah, I just, 
So you did John Oliver. That was your yeah. first one. And then and people then, were like. And then, so I, then I, I ran out of that job. I had a breakdown. I'm like, I can't do this. Right. I can't do this. And then um, he asked me to open for him for, it was like a year and it was awesome. Oh, you opened for John Oliver for a year? Yeah. Oh, about, that's awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. That's great. It was, it was like maybe like 20 shows. It was like sporadic because right, right, he had right, the right. daily show, but it was, it was super awesome. He was like the best. I, I look at like him and, and Mark Marin and Tom Papa as like my comedy dads because those were like the three guys that gave me like my first oh, that's opportunities. Cool. I was at all. to Papa last night. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to me too, it's like, like making it is just. If you make your living doing it, like you did it, like that's, right. and I've been able to say that for three years, and, and yeah, you know, that's great. I, I don't get to buy comic books when they come out. <laughs> <laughs> How was it? Are you? Are you? Um, do you have your five down when when you do like a Conan or something like that, or is it oh, still, yeah, yeah, yeah. still nerve wracking? Oh no, like, that is are you a, still? Are you are you questioning like just the cadence and and memory of your material or is it like no. you just get out there and like it is what it is, is the you only know? the only times i've ever been nervous at all in any type of tv thing is if i have to like say lines i didn't write like because it's just, i i just see myself as such a writer right. like i have a screen test for something later and like i'm literally and they and they're like we want to stand up with a fresh point of view here's these lines and i'm like i have to make them my own like uh, I, that's what i like I do this show at midnight sometimes for Comedy yeah, Central, yeah, yeah. and it's like I have to do my stuff because even if it bombs, like I I did it and it's okay. Right, like, right I love that. Right, because they give you they give you lines and help you if you need it. Yeah, they right. help you. Yeah, right, right, right. and you know, and it's nice, and the writers are great. But you're on, you're on it a lot, right? You did the live tour with them. We, yeah, we actually, yeah, that's where I saw you in, in uh, Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember I once said I was like I said to one of the guys I'm like. Guys, I'm ugly and all I have is my thoughts. Please. <laughs> let me just, <laughs> let me just say that. Like, I don't, you know, it's like, you, this is LA. If you, you want hot people to say your stuff, get them. I am not that guy. Right, right, right. Um, and I mean, there's, there's a stubbornness to that, but it's also, that's, I think, a, a, a form of success. Well, they keep asking you back, so. Yeah, I was like it. I'm just in general that, like, I gotta, I gotta do it this way, you know? Right, like, right. I think, I think it's important to, you know, if you're going to fail, even fail on your own terms. There's nothing worse than failing on someone else's terms. Right. You know? It's even like I read like uh, our Andrew Garfield was just talking about Sp- Amazing Spider-Man 2. He's like, it was the studio. It was, you know, it wasn't us. Like, yeah. We tried to make something better. It's like, uh, I read he, that. He's fessed up to that? Yeah. He's, he said there was uh, studio notes and studio cuts. He says. Is but is it, isn't he on board for a third? Oh well, yeah. No, they're not even scared. They, they didn't even schedule it, right? They pushed it back. Because well, they wanted to make the Sinister Sticks and yeah. then Venom. But he could come out and say something like that and not fear any repercussion for a sequel. Yeah, what are they going to do to him? He's injured. I guess he is. Well, maybe. I don't. Do you think that they're going like to go with him 30. a third time? <laughs> I, I don't think they're going to use him again. I think they will. Yeah? Yeah. You kind of have to because of the way the second one ended. You have to see where he goes from that. I mean. I hope so. Uh, I think, I think like the main thing that I like about his portrayal is that he does seem like he's having fun. Well, when he's Spider-Man, he seems like he's having fun for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, when he's Peter Parker, he seems to be crying every in the soup every two goddamn seconds. Right. Does, is Sony making a uh, Fantastic Four? No, that's Fox. That's Fox. Fox has and FF and X-Men. Right. They gave up Daredevil. 
right? Yeah, that's crazy. I think so. Yeah, because uh, they um, Netflix is making it. Daredevil, like reading like the Wade stuff, and it's. Did you read that? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so good. It's like the best. That's just unbelievable. Did you read the issue with, Jared, with, uh, with uh, Bullseye in the coffin and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The issue with him and the Silver Surfer is like one of the best. Oh, just the hanging issues. out, like having that conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you been reading the new Silver Surfer? Uh, the Mike nah, Alred? I know Dude, it's Stan really Slott, yeah. good. Yeah, man, it's it's really well done. No, but... <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> no, but Daredevil, Daredevil may be, like, may have more, like great runs and, and great stories than just about like, like, cause people always say he's a B character and yeah, I guess he is in many ways, but he's probably got like more like great stories than like most A characters. Uh, well, yeah, he's got the, uh, Frank Miller one. So obviously, uh, even a lot of the Stan Lee stuff is like some of the more fun Stan Lee stuff. Like the brother, take my hand. You ever see like the old, I don't remember that one. It's like a blind black war veteran. This is like, you know, heavy handed, like late sixties, but yeah. it's a good issue, you know? Yeah, he has that. Um, uh, the Brew Baker stuff's fantastic. Sure, Brubaker stuff. Carl Kessel stuff with uh-huh. Kerry Nord in the right, mid nineties right. was actually really good. Yeah, yeah. That was, and that Oshenti. Was a, um, and I like Kevin Jr. Smith's run. I yeah, like that. The uh, Guardian Devil stuff was good. Killed yeah. off Karen, but I like that. Um, yeah, he's got, you're right. He does have a lot of like really great, uh. Bendis and stuff. Right. Yeah, with, uh, Malkeith, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but that was like 60 yeah. issues. Yeah, they had a totally long run. Great. Yeah. <laughs> totally great. Yeah. Sal. Real I dark. Thinking, I, was thinking, uh, I was thinking the same thing on this. And, uh, how about that, uh. This is funny because this is this is how we feel all the time. <laughs> right, right. It's hard to find someone to care. You're but, just like, what do you have that's like that? It, uh, comedy, I guess. What if he's like, pussy, <laughs> cunt? <laughs> Are you like? Because I that's the thing. Like comedy, I'm not like. There's the the uh, guy. Uh, do you guys know Dan Pasternak? Uh, I don't know. I have yeah. like. He's a really cool dude. He's been doing this thing on Facebook. He has like this really large collection of signed comedy vinyl albums. Oh, and he cool. posts pictures of them and then like stories and they're really great stories. And he writes, you know, these thoughtful pieces about like the, the comedian themselves and all that. And I read like I look at these. I'm like, I'm not really a comedy fan. Like I don't know about like Robert Klein or Lenny like I know of them right I didn't listen to their albums I right, didn't grow right. up listening to Delirious and all that right right I mean it's just like it's not like I have this like wealth of like knowledge about it but I'm always I'm always interested always learning always listening always looking for the next you know yeah digging in the crate I like to like you know I'd like to hear everything yeah you know what I mean there's nothing I don't I listen to comedy stand comedy 24 7 basically if I'm in my car it's on if I'm at home it's on like I, I just try to listen to everyone's stuff you know well, I remember you that's too. how we met. You were you were the nice bartender. Yes, <laughs> yes, that that was in Staten Island. You were doing yeah, shows yeah. at our grab our Tuesday night shows. Yeah, yeah. With uh, J James Harris, is, yeah, is a buddy yeah, of mine. Yeah. And I was like, I want to start doing stand up comedy here. And he's like, I'll do a night, you know. And he yeah, was it the bar you co owned? That was no. You you came to the one right over the ferry. That was uh, the bar I worked there for eight years. I managed it. And then I left there to buy a bar nearby. I'm not sure you ever got to the second bar, but. Yeah, that's how. That's exact. I didn't know if you remember that. Oh yeah. yeah, comedians remember the bartenders that are happy. Comedy is there because there's like five of them. <laughs> <laughs> I've always, yeah. I, I, I've never really drank. I've always had, I've always had the weirdest relationships because I know like so many comedians are chummy with the bartenders. 
I'm not because I'm the guy who's like just getting a Coke and that's it. Right, right, right. And it's like, yeah. you know, I don't want to waste that space. More comics don't drink than you think. I mean, more do oh, I know. drink, but yeah, yeah. But I remember, I remember when I didn't know that. No, there, are, there are very few comics that don't drink. There are many comics that are sober. <laughs> like, that's correct. <laughs> in recovery. Like, right, right, right. I remember before I knew that, like before I saw that bit in your act, uh, I one time or another and I was like oh yeah we'll get it we'll grab a, a drink or whatever and you're like I don't drink I was like oh sorry I always, okay. feel, I always feel bad when you offer someone a drink that doesn't drink you know what I mean oh we should feel bad if you do no. it a second time then you're yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude but it, it, it will, will happen like on the road like people get disappointed like cause I I talk about it you know right. I, I do jokes and all that and then people like think that the whole thing was an act like right. like like I'm Kaiser Soze when I walk off the stage, straighten my leg, and, you know. I didn't work at a McDonald's for seven and a half years. I was the manager of an Arby's for five. Like, like I'm, you know. but it, but it, but it's like no, that's that's me. You know, it's all autobiographical, and and they're like, can I get you a drink? Or people say this, it'll be like, oh, Sprite. They're like, I said a drink. Really? Right, are you right, doing that? Right, right. I'm actually saving you money, you asshole. Right, right, right. <laughs> Gavigan does a bit about that where he says, I don't, you know, yeah. I don't drink. And he's like, people never question if you don't do anything else, but look, you don't drink? Why? Mm. You know, like, they'll say that, but like nothing else. He's like, oh, you don't use mayo? Why? <laughs> you know, like, but, uh, I still. So they're saying is I'm lonely and I need alcohol and I, companionship. And, <laughs> I was probably when they're offering you a drink. They're like, I just wanted another one. But if I have it by myself, I have a problem. Right. But if I have it with you, then it's the thing. I don't drink alone, so I think I'm pretty good there. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, I saw you do that that joke about your family tree. I think the first time I saw that one was when you did uh, last comic standing. How was that? Um, was that this? That was did that you was do that this year. This yeah, that was with Roseanne and Russell Peters and and uh, Keenan Ivory Wayne. Keenan, it was it was not for me. Right. Um, I mean, I it's like they wouldn't they didn't want me to talk about the McDonald's stuff, and okay. it's like that's a part of my act and a part of my personality. Was oh, that because of sponsorship and something? Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it was like I felt like a little like hamstrung. Yeah, kind of. It was it was really the funniest thing that came out of it was I did a bit about the one the one bit of mine that aired they aired that eventually um the the family tree thing but the first week that they showed me the only aired one bit and the bit was in verbatim it was um uh you know do you guys like the lion king uh the re the you know I people people ask who the villain of lion king is <laughs> Uh, and most people say it's Scar. I think it's the jerk parents who named their child Scar, uh, you know, for being born with a scar on his face. <laughs> That'd be like if you were like, allow me to introduce you to my two sons, Timothy and Clef Palette. <laughs> now, I got letters from moms with kids with Clef Palettes. Oh, they just don't get God. it. They like, like yeah. a woman like took all these pictures, but the best was this one woman goes, You mean you got them? In opposition to the joke, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. So they're just not getting that you literally just stated. But this is my favorite: right. was me, me and my family were rooting for you to win, and you were one of our favorites until you did that joke. That's the only joke of mine that aired. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> so it's like, oh, right, right, because you can yeah. watch the whole thing online, but on yeah. the air they cut it down to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, that's right, right. it, that, that's all. Right. So it's literally my character arc with this woman is <laughs> my favorite movie is The Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Look at you going. Look at you doing. Like, I like <laughs> breaking lamps again. Jesus. Yeah. She's like, I like. Look at this. Yeah, you the lamp did a fall by itself. What happened to you? It was like a, a Rube Goldberg machine. You hit that chair. That, that chair. <laughs> And we just saw the beginning of Mousetrap. Uh, <laughs> no, but, um, and she yeah. liked it for the first, yeah, for the yeah. setup. I like the cut of his jib, you know? <laughs> And then, um, and then, you know, cleft palate, blue urns, like, you know, they hate this guy. Right. Really? Like, that's it. They gave you a, they liked you on the show, obviously, they gave you good reviews. I was, I, I, as I watched it, I don't really watch the show that much, but I've seen clips, I've seen here and there. And I always think about this. And I guess this is true in any situation where there's judges okay, on yeah. any of these shows. But, like, you know, I, I know for a fact probably a lot of the comedians di- didn't necessarily l- – like, the judges like were Roseanne, who I think is great, actually. Keenan, who I don't know that much, and Russell Peters, who's, like, one of the biggest comics on the earth. And, like, some people – you know, all comics have opinions, you know. like And, and you know, I, I don't know. I just – I'm watching it and I'm thinking, like, some of the sets were really, really great. And I'm wondering if the three judges, if they had to get up there and do five minutes, if their five minutes would even be as strong as some of the people I saw them judging. To be fair, you know, some of them say, well, I have no comments. You got, you know what you're doing. Right. But like, it is, it is a weird dynamic where it was like, that's a, t- that's a stronger five than I think that he can do or she can do. Yeah, but the <laughs> judges are in a position where they have to. Right. Yeah. At least comment to pass. And, right. You know right. what I mean? And, and the more they talk, the more screen time they get too. It's true. You know but you mean? could tell too when they're giving, they're giving yeah. comments just to give them. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, but you, I mean, the, the truth of it is like, I mean, that, it show it's tough because like anything that, you know, it's going to help some people like, you know, Joe Mackey is one of the funniest people I know. He got fourth place. He's going to tour from it. He's going to make a lot of money from Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Like, and yeah. that's great. He, and there are other people uh, like that. I mean, everyone has their own avenues. Like, I mean, that's the thing. I, it was funny because I did an episode of At Midnight the night before I did Last Comic. And it's like, that feels more like my avenue. Right. You know, that's where I could be myself. On right. at midnight, there was a picture of a goth kid, and I got to make the joke. I wish that guy was shot when the crow was made, and they aired it. Like that's my humor. <laughs> right, that's right, what right. I love to do. <laughs> right, you know, right, right. Brandon Lee jokes. <laughs> Twenty right, years right. later, like that's and you know, and it's like I was never going to be able to be that guy on right. on last comic and. The whole thing is it's a reality show that happens to have comedy in it. It's not a comedy show that has reality in it. It's right. the opposite. Right. When you think about the amount of comedy that is shown in an episode, you know, it's probably, right. you know, what, 10 minutes of that episode? Right, 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 right. There was, right, there right. was, the, uh, they did like, uh, a special, and I loved it. Where it was like the top 100 jokes of last comic standing. Okay, yeah. and it was literally all they did was show bits. That was it. And right. it was fantastic. Right. Because right, right. you're like, I mean, yeah, they had a lot of really funny, talented people. Right. And just joke, 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 joke. Right. Right. And it was great. Right. You know? And you, you, one thing that you, I, and correct me if I'm wrong, but like, there's like that you're like known for is how hard, like how much you got up, like when you first started. Yeah. Right. I mean, like, didn't you, like, Weren't you like basically just everywhere all the time, like nonstop? Like, yeah. just like, how did you? My record you... was twenty nine in a week, uh, twenty nine, ten in a night, yeah, and ten in a night, yeah, yeah. That's how do you pull that off? 
How do you even schedule? Don't love hours? yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but how do you even schedule that? Like, how do you, you just? Even... Oh, yeah, you can do it. Um, yeah. But that was was interesting. Was you know they wanted to do like uh, package pieces for people on Last Comic, and I proposed. Uh, Steve Byrne did a documentary where he did thirteen in a night, and yeah, I was he's... like, I know I can do fourteen. <laughs> yeah, we've talked to him about. It. He's a, yeah. he's a buddy of ours. Oh, he's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. he's awesome. And I was like, I was like, I know I could do fourteen. And what I wanted to do was, I wanted to do the fourteen in the like most awful, like shitty open mics. Right. Show like the other side of comedy. Right. You know. Right. <laughs> you know, like if which you've seen of like performing for five other comedians. You know, like right, but right. do like that. And the last comic is like, nah. <laughs> you know, we want more like. Human pieces that aren't about the stand-up, which you know, right. that's fine, and I'm not gonna fund that myself. But it, right. it seems like a fun thing to do. Yeah. But I would, what I would do is I would just, I mean, I moved here from when, when I because I left Florida is where I'm from. And I quit the McDonald's job. Uh, I decided, like, I gave up comic books and action figures. Uh, you know, buying them. I, I mostly like now still, I get them from the library. It's like, that's an expense. Uh, you know, I had no money and I would just run from place to place because it was like, I have to make it. Like, that's it. Like, I knew it was like, there, there are, you go to any comedy show, any open mic, there are so many people. And I think it's the worst thing in the world who are just happy to be there. I'll never understand that. (laughs) You know, it's like, you look at stuff like, when, when like, uh, Michael Che, who just became the weekend update co yeah, he's a, yeah, yeah, super funny guy. Yeah. I, I saw him at like some of his first open mics. I've, I've known, uh, Che for years. Great guy. Yeah. There are so many people who also did who are still on that sideline who like look at his victory as their victory. Sure. Like absolutely. he did it for all of us. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, 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 right. And it's just like, I mean, to me, it's like, no, <laughs> right. I have to make it. Right, right, right. Like, I gave myself an ultimatum. Uh, I moved when I was uh, about to turn 24. I said that if I didn't make $5,000 or get on TV by the time I was 30, I'm done. And I'll quit and I'll right. go back and I'll never do comedy again. And I did all that stuff when I was 28. <laughs> right, right. It was did like, we do an ultimatum too? Didn't we say 32? We said if we're not on TV by 32. I, I don't you remember that. Don't or maybe remember it was Gatto. I, I didn't with, want to be on TV. Oh, it was Gatto. Maybe yeah. if we didn't break by thirty-two, I was gonna just. I definitely never said that. Ever. Okay, yeah. it was it was Gatto, and then we we did. We got on by like thirty-one. It was Squeak like oh shit. The... <laughs> but uh, I mean, well, it's not even like. I mean, that sounds like an unfun thing, but there's that thing of like you just don't want to be in your forties and making no money. Right, just right. Like, well, someday it's gonna. Right, happen. right, right, right. Because even the the people who are like. Yeah, but that guy didn't crack until this. It's like, yeah, but they were a lot of those dudes were steadily working and sure, in the like circuit. Your get, or yeah, even like uh, Ronnie Dangerfield is the one that people point to, where it's like yeah. he didn't even start stand up to leave. Or Lewis this. Black, yeah, right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. But even, they were still like working guys, or they were the guy, and also in extraordinary their talents. Yeah, yeah, that's a yeah, thing even too. Gervais too started late. Thirty six yeah. when he started, he was working, a, but he was working a radio before that. Right. It wasn't like he wasn't doing. Well, that's that. how I met all you guys too. Like the the you know the one off like independent nights that I had Tuesday in Staten Island. Like I met Chayda. I met like all these guys coming through. We started that like six years ago. Yeah, it's unbelievable to see the crop of comedians that were in that bar six years ago on Tuesday nights and what they're all doing right now. It's just crazy. Yeah, like people just stick with it if it's there. It's there. Like how long was it that even you were the bartender? Doing- 
What's that? Even the bartender. Yeah, even the yeah. bartender yeah. 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 Maybe it was something about that building. Um, how long was it before like things started to click for you where you felt like you had a you know you had at least five and that you could like how did you make the graduation from open mics to to comedy clubs? How does that work? I mean, you know what it, like what it is is like we are in the most honest business because you instantly know how you did as you're doing it. Nobody right. else gets that. Right. You know, if you own a restaurant, you have to wait to see the Yelp reviews afterwards or whatever. But right. to get that instant gratification. And I mean, so it would come from that. I was getting more laughs and I was getting booked more. Right. You know, it, it, doing like the thing is like the shows like the Staten Island and, and, and all that. Like those are, yeah, those, if you live in Brooklyn or Manhattan or whatever, that's a schlep. Right. And I was living in Queens at oh, the time. Oh, yeah, it is. That's but it was right. just, you know, to, to get to do that amount of time. And I think at the time, was it like you got like drink tickets or was it even a meal? Yeah, meal. A meal. That was that was what stuck yeah, out to I me. Gave, no gave, one fed you. Yeah, I gave a meal and drinks to the comics. Yeah, but that was like, that. I mean, you have no idea what that meant to us. Yeah. Because like that was huge. There were so many of those like bar shows that you would do, you'd never get fed. Right. And as a guy who doesn't drink, those drink tickets are useless to me. Right. I would always be like, so I could get, I could get, you know, two eleven dollar, you know, things of wine, but I can't like get like a five dollar thing of chips. Right. I never understood like the hard and fast rules like that. Yeah. But yeah, but so also a plus was it that you got like that you could do fifteen twenty minutes? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because a lot of places. They they have like what seven yeah you know, yeah yeah or five right, or, right. yeah and 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 real people that was the thing too the, right the, there was regular people like I knew that the people that were going to see me in Staten Island weren't going to see me right in Manhattan but so there was like like the gradual getting booked more and and then now it's like it's an endurance game because like I don't I don't get up twenty nine times. A week every week because it's that realization of like you get older you get more fatigued and right. you start to value other things in life like when i started taking nights off when you know i was in a relationship and i got engaged and right because i never i i mean this will never make you happy never right. no one who just does comedy and does nothing else and has no outside life is happy. It's a fucking miserable existence because it never ends. <laughs> you know, and the second you finish season four, you're either thinking right. about the next show or season five. Right. Or, you know, right. Or, and even, and even though people are like, Oh, it's great and it's successful. You guys, you guys see the end. You oh, know, shit, you could get yeah. canceled at any time. Anything can. <laughs> you know, we could have done this whole podcast and this this. thing could not be recording. <laughs> <laughs> we did that once too. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's that. Like, I mean, when, when, you know, Robin Williams, you know, people are like, how that constant, like, he had a CBS sitcom that had just been canceled. This is a guy who won an Oscar, who had been on all and all these big movies, but those movies also were a long time ago. Yeah, all of the movies that people brought up weren't right. the newer movies; they were the older ones. And then he's on a, a sitcom that he kind of needed, you know? Right. And then that's canceled. I, I read about him begrudgingly wanting. You know, begrudgingly agreeing to do Mrs. Doubtfire too. Can you imagine that? Like, I just imagine this idea of like that, that, like there being like two closets 
in his house and one has the Mrs. Doubt fire outfit and the other has a rope and he was like, I'm going the easier fucking route. <laughs> right. <laughs> what, uh, this is more dignified than that shit. Right. Who, uh, someone else was first offered Mrs. Doubtfire, like famously. I forget who. I don't know. I thought I just read about that. Not uh, up to date on my Mrs. Doubtfire lore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How often are you writing material? All the time. Just, I mean, but is it, is it just a rolling, pro- like just any, just jotting notes down on your phone all the oh, time? Oh, yeah. I mean, during the vacation. It's and not like you're sitting, yeah. is, is it you're sitting down and no, writing? How do you, how do you, it's an organic, process? just talking, yeah. um, thinking on, I mean, the best writing is on stage because, you know, that's the editing bay. Right, right, right. You just get to, you know, re-edit as you want. And I mean, but I'm in that, I'm in that era now, like, of I just like wrote for two pilots and waiting to see if those get picked up or something. Like I think I'm ready to just do a writing job. Like I still want to do stand up and I still want to go on the road, but I don't think that that's going to be the thing that like the income. You know, yeah, and I'm 31 without you know health insurance, and so it's like right. What that's that's what getting up that many times did. Right, <laughs> you know? right, right, right. And, and and you know, I want kids in a few years and all that. Right. So now it's you know, thinking smarter. Sure, but you did put yourself in a position to be in a place where you can get these jobs now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I mean see. if you didn't get up and, and you didn't make a name for you this way, it would have been harder to break in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean it's been nice like when when I was in LA working on the pilots like and other comedians would come in you know, and they would know me and, and the other people working on the show who weren't comics would be like, how do you know them? You live in New York. And like, we all know each other. You know, it's, like, it's a small world. Are you, uh, are you recording your sets and then going back and listening to them and then, and and then jotting do. down notes? It, yes. Sometimes you don't record every set. No, you, you can't. I mean, I, I will, I will at times, like, especially if it's a longer set, like, I literally, I haven't done stand-up in over two weeks, which is the longest I've ever gone without doing th- This is the first time I've talked to a microphone. Yeah. Right. Because I literally, I mean, I, I just got married, and that took like a week of prepping all that stuff. And then I just did the honeymoon. I just haven't performed at all. Right, right. And tomorrow I'm going to Toronto, and I'm doing an hour-long show four Holy nights shit. in a row <laughs> i'm F- terrified wow <laughs> i'm gonna do it you know it's like right i'm it's gonna get done right right, right. i feel sad for that first audience tomorrow <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> how are you getting through uh and have you done you've done an hour before yeah, yeah plenty yeah. so you have that hour in your head or are you gonna edit that yeah and you- i like i like riffing a lot and improvising i love making fun of people i love like Talking in the moment, throwing ideas out there. I mean, I mean, I that is the thing. Like, even though I haven't been on stage, I tweet every day, I Facebook every day. I mean, right. I was Facebooking during my honeymoon, and right. people would even be like, "Dude, go back to your." It's <laughs> 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 like you know, how long it takes her to get ready. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> like this, like <laughs> that's her blow drying her hair. I could get, <laughs> I could get, I could get five Ray Rice jokes in. I'm fine. Right. You know? <laughs> Do you ever you ever up there and forget where you're going next? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, and it's very apparent sometimes. But right. you know the thing is, like comedy isn't supposed to be perfect. So if you right. mess up, it's fine. Fine, right, right, right. We're we're allowed to fail. It kind of humanizes everybody a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's that you don't want it to be perfect. Like that was even you know my wife wanted the vows to be you know like she was like 
not the va- not the vows, but the um like the ceremony. She's like, let's go every every part of it. I'm like, no, like I want. And, and there's gonna be mistakes, and there should be. It'll be fine. It'll be right. fine. That that was something I thought, and I, I like. I think Chris Rock is is pretty brilliant stand up. Yeah, but like he did the one where it was three different concerts. I cut into one show. Did you see this HBO dude a few years back? Yeah, was, kill the messenger. Yeah, and I was just I didn't like it because I was like, oh, it just it's so polished that he could just do he could cut in between lines from three different concerts. Here's the problem with it is that you're right. It has it makes you feel inherently that There's it's no spontaneity. Right, right, right. right, it's, right. It just it took you know me out it, of everything. You know what it was too? It's like I get it. Chris Rock can kill everywhere. Sure. As right. A, right. As a, yeah. Right. He can't act everywhere, but he but, can kill everywhere. But it was fat, like I think I believe like one of them was in South Africa. One was South Africa. One was London, and the other was somewhere in America. Yeah. But like that was what was interesting. It's it like, like I, I would have liked it. <laughs> right. 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 Too. Oh, wow. that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I was at WrestleMania too. Oh, that's great. The, that's awesome. I watched Roddy Piper box Mr. T. Oh, yeah. what a fucking one of three movie. co-main events, along with the football battle royale and Hulk Hogan versus King Kong Bunny in yes. the steel cage. Uh, <laughs> nice. I'm a big wrestling fan. <laughs> Still am. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we watch wrestling sometimes. We, we got into that a little bit. Who do you like now? We have friends that are wrestlers now, so we get to go to the and we might do, like something, with, we might do something with those. Oh well, I did. We did something with Tommy Dreamer the other day. Oh nice, uh, where where he slammed me in a, in a ring. But uh, I to me, Chris Jericho has been like one of my favorite wrestlers. He's been like to me the spiritual successor to like Roddy Roddy Piper oh, yeah. and shit like that. He's he's the Daffy Duck of wrestling. Yeah. So now that he's back, yeah. kind of like I'm 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 working my way back into. It. I haven't watched it in, a, in about a month, but yeah, but. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm out of the loop on it, but I can turn it on at any time and enjoy it. But so many of my friends still absolutely love it. Oh so yeah, much. I got the WWE channel. It's fucking. Yeah, great. I love it because it like there's it it, it can be so age. bad at times. Yeah, and it's just like it's so funny to me, like the idea that like the villains often like the like the, the like any type of success or intelligence or wealth is booed. <laughs> <laughs> and any type of like asshole to cheer. Like, yeah, yeah. like Stone Cold, like Steve Austin, like was a, like, I think legit wife beater. You know, like that was a thing that happened. You know, take that, Rory Ross. I got your hell yes right here. I was doing it long before you, boy. But that was right at my cutoff. I'm like, but in the, to the extreme yeah, area, yeah, yeah. check that But out. in the, but in the, um, during like the accusations and all that, there was like a segment on Monday Night Raw where you know Stone Cold's like, "Give me another beer, hell yeah!" Right. And uh, they're like, "Throw him beers." And there's this uh, woman, Stacy Keebler, in oh, the yeah. ring, she's and so he throws awesome. her a beer, and she's like, "She was with uh, George Clooney for a while." Yeah, yeah. You know? I saw her in person one time. Yeah. I went to a wrestling event at. at uh, she's a better beard than the one I have. It's uh, fucking insane how hot she is. She's yeah. inhuman. Like I just yeah. looked at her. And I was she's like, a better oh, beard. Than, is that what you said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's a better beard than the one I have. <laughs> George Clooney. He's getting married. He's married. Yeah, yeah. He's really. He's really taking it far. If he's, you know, like, <laughs> the rumors aren't true. Why do we keep hearing that he's gay? Why? Aside from the fact that you seem to think he's Because it justifies him being in Batman and Robin. Right. right. <laughs> we 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 once were told. That for public appearance, he contractually he has his significant other sign a, a contract that they have to be with him for a certain amount of time. 
Wow. And it's a non like you can't, it's a confidentiality agreement. So even if they break up, they still have Yeah. 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 That's what we were told. Who the hell knows? So Stone Cold's throwing these beers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Meanwhile, back here at the Broken School Ranch, he's throwing these beers and he throws one to her and she's like, I don't want to drink it. And then he like gives her a stunner. The best wrestling. Wrestling That's is the his fucking response. <laughs> my favorite. This is my favorite modern wrestling moment. Is uh, it was this year? It was the the Hall of Fame at uh, WrestleMania 30. Jake the Snake, uh, one, one of the best of all time, the best on the microphone. He gives this speech, this Hall of Fame. So I don't know if you saw this. I think I did. Actually. It's the bucket list of Hall of Fame speech. Yeah, you will yeah, cry. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. the most beautiful thing, right? And he yeah. goes like, "I just can't play anymore," you know. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. and then it ends with him like he takes like his sick grandchild and he holds him up and he's like, "Vince, just you remember, he's gonna be headlining WrestleMania 50." Yeah, and everyone, yeah. it's like, "You're, I'm fucking weeping." Yeah, like yeah, 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 I watched yeah. this. I I was doing six shows like. Back to back to back to back to back. Like, it was like the stand up, uh, the stand and stand York and like going all over the place. And I was in a cab watching this, like crying in the fucking backseat of the cab. <laughs> Literally the next thing that they show after this, this is a guy who should be dead. He was in beyond the mat, you know, yeah, he was yeah, like yeah, an yeah. addict and he's been sober for like a year. And you're like, Oh my God, this is heart, heartwarming, you know? Literally, the next thing that happens is Jerry the King Lawler comes out, and he's like, "Are you guys ready for your next, you know, Hall of Fame or whatever?" And uh, two midget characters come out. <laughs> One, a leprechaun named Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in Muppets Most Wanted. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He's in Leprechaun Origins. How, yeah. That one video on demand. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the other is uh, a, a guy in a bull costume. Uh, uh, El, I'll say little person. I don't want to. El Toro, right? El Torito. El Torito. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And El Torito and Hornswoggle, they're running around. <laughs> Jerry the King Lawler, and then El Torito rams Jerry the King Lawler in the balls, and he goes, <laughs> We're talking seconds. Like, like, like this kid... This kid is like bedridden. And this guy is nearly sober. And he's like, he's gonna be a champion. You know, it's oh, funny, man. And the next day, the Ultimate Warrior dies. <laughs> so oh, yeah. it's just a bad oh, right, week. right, right, right. Oh, that's yeah. that's right because he gave that speech. To he that that, last that speech, was a really so. harrowing. Because didn't he say like what I died? What didn't he? Make no, that reference? was at Raw. That was two days later. He, he made reference to him dying. Right, right. And, and the, the legend of the Warriors will run forever. He, and, he, yeah. he literally basically gave his own like eulogy or something. Like he was talking about. The, the prospect of when he's yeah. gone. And yeah. That was crazy. We should all be talking about that. Yeah, we, we met Piper once. He we went to go see. Yeah, we made him cry. bought his book. We went to go. We waited online to meet him in like time, like, like a Barnes and Noble. It was in was. Uh, Planet Hollywood in Times Square. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. He had a book and, signing. And and we like, he was the nicest he was guy. So, he was there with his son. And then we I met him once. Yeah. I've done a bunch of Iron Sheik roasts. Oh, oh yes, he is fucking yeah. crazy. That's a that's a whole. He ended up crying when we met him. Like he, because I was like, you know, you know what you mean. That like, I used to watch his man. I was like, I was at WrestleMania two on my dad's shoulders, like, but we that's snuck, right. we snuck to ringside just to watch you. And he was like, he literally he started, started tearing up and crying. Yeah, he was a really nice guy. But yeah. what is up with the Sheik? What is that all about? 
Like, how did he just thrust himself? Is it Twitter that brought him into the? Yeah, it's the yeah, it's like the guys behind him and stuff. That he's just like this crazy. Like, is that real? Yeah, I mean, it's as real as wrestling. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> that some of it is and some of it isn't, you know. But it, it's it's fun and did it's you, great. You get to meet him and talk to him. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, real, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, the real Iron. Like, do you call him Iron Sheik? Like, what do you call? Him? <laughs> like, no, really. Like, do you like? I've met him like? four times and he still doesn't know my name. So. Okay, okay. But I will also say that when he called me a punk ass no name faggot jabroni, it was one of the happiest that's moments awesome. of my life. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's like I don't deserve a name because I'm a jabroni who should go a fuck myself. That's spelled F A A A A A K. Um, he was not. It was, those 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 were the most fun because like. The best thing I have done four Iron Sheet Gross and the best thing about them is you never know who else is gonna be on the dais. Right. And the la- I just did one in LA and um Dennis Haskings Who's Mis- organizing this? Mr. Belding? Yeah, Mr. Belding. Oh my god was on the dais. <laughs> that's awesome. Which I wanna as I, like that's one of my dreams is to either be on like the Comedy Central roster to write for them because I love writing roast jokes. But one of my jokes for him was, uh, "What did the bell save you from?" <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. And then uh, it was uh, oh, I, I didn't. He, he, lace to oh yeah, he's day. really fat. I was like. Uh, I didn't think you were going to be here. I thought you'd still be at Haskins and Robbins. <laughs> uh, uh, tiny... he, he was on Always Sunny, right? Didn't he play yeah, Max yeah. Principal that yeah, never yeah. molested him and he got upset that he wasn't molested? In the him. first season, yeah. yeah, yeah He's yeah. in the early. He was, um, uh, Tiny Lister Jr. was there. Debo oh, yeah. and Zeus. So he can't, yeah, that was one of my choices. Like, he's got a good eye for talent and the other one does nothing. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. That's like, that's the fun of making fun of the chic. What are they, just traveling chic roasts? I didn't even know that this was. There's going to be one in New York, I think, at the end of October. And he I'm just, be out of town it's just, that's the thing. You he just go and like, roast the Irish sheep. Who is the market for this? Stand-up comedy fans or wrestling, or wrestling fans? Wrestling fans. Also, yeah. wrestling fans. Of the first scene. one I did was at Caroline's, like, three days before WrestleMania. And um, you know what the, but the best thing about it is, like, it's like the, like the hardcore. It's like the ECW. Like, they want blood. So it's great because, like, a, a roast is so different. Have you guys ever done a roast? No. Uh, yes. I did it for, for friends at my bar. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, is that it's, I love someone it's, always bombs hard. Right. Because the fake animosity and anger is mixed in with the real animosity and anger. <laughs> and there is that need to just watch someone die on their own sword. Right. And when you, when you put that environment with wrestling fans, right. like yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. The second one that I did was um, this was in, it was in Toronto and there was this radio DJ who was like some local guy and he'd just been fired. It was like he's kind of a douche backstage and he goes up and he like he's healing it up like he's purposely like acting like a bad guy to piss people off and it was kind of fun for like two minutes. He went on for ten minutes and just wouldn't get off stage. And was like drunk and obnoxious, and it was just going too far. Like he's touching the sheik, and it's like, come on, man, the dude's like seventy four years old. Like leave him alone. And what ends up happening is Brutus the Barber Beefcake was there. He was on the dais, and he like grabs him, 
And it's a thing like when you watch wrestling on TV, even the guys who seem small are massive. Right. They're all huge. Right. They're all like Beefcake always looked small because he was like next to Hogan. Right. right. But he's like, right, like right. gigantic. <laughs> it right. just like literally like like one hand just like rips him like off and it's fantastic. Puts him in like the 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 hole, like the sleeper hole, which he's not applying like hard, you know. But he's just got him in it, and the crowd goes crazy. It was awesome. But this was staged, or no? So he really took this guy and threw him in a. I mean, the whole crowd was like booing because it was just like it. Right. It started off like fun, and then it was like, dude, just literally like right, right, now right. it's like. It, it was the rakes. It was too many rakes. The 10th rake. Yeah, the 10th rake. Yeah. Well, we have to wrap this up. We, we're, we're approaching the end. Uh, what that, have we got? Do we have anything we can promote? Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, stuff you want to promote? Twitter, your, your Facebook, get it out there. Yeah. Uh, I am uh, the Mike Lawrence on Twitter. Um, and if you like at midnight, I usually participate in the hashtag wars every night. Sweet. Uh, Matt, yeah, Matt, our buddy Matt Myra, he, he writes for that. Show. Oh, he's great. I love yeah, that guy. He's, we love him. He's great. Yeah. The, the, the topic yesterday was hipster comic books. Okay. Which was the Would fantastic $4 jeans I bought at the thrift store. <laughs> nice. Gentrification X. <laughs> Morbius the Living Vampire Weekend. Oh, wow. And, oh, that's good. And the uh, vegans. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and also, uh, MikeLawrenceComedy.com is my website. My album, Sanamantium, is still on sale. And I have a podcast called Nerd of Mouth. Uh, we should definitely have you on. Oh, dude, uh, I'd love to come on. We, yeah, definitely. We review all the comic book Nerd of movies. Yeah. Is that just iTunes or is that a network? Yeah, it's on iTunes. iTunes yeah. yeah, it's on the Cave Comedy, Cave Comedy. Network. Okay. Yeah, the Creek in the Cave. Yes. They do great stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. I just did the uh, Legions of Skank. Oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah, dude, I would love to be on. I would have a blast. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We, we do things like top five super teams. And, okay. You know, we just did one about like uh, our favorite objects, and I... Got to talk about the ultimate nullifier for five minutes. Oh, uh, there you go. <laughs> just, just, just brought out, right? Didn't they just trot? Oh, you're a few months behind. Yeah. Right, right. The, uh, they always trot it out. <laughs> they always trot it out. And it's, it's like now it's, it's back to its original form. I love it. Of like that little stick with a little <laughs> twig on the end. And they brought it back to that. So it's, it literally just looks like, like, like Kirby jizzed on a rag. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yes, That's the yes. ultimate nullifier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, so at the end of every uh, podcast, well, our business, that's it. We're, this is, we're going on tour September 19th through October sure. 4th. If we haven't said it enough, ticket to the te- Uh Come see us. And then September 25th, uh, 9.30 is, uh, starts the last six new episodes of season three of Impractical Jokers, followed immediately at 10 o'clock by our new show, Jokers, Jokers Wild. Wild, which... Uh, is the sketch comedy show, so check that out. Please share, please tweet about it. We really want Joker's Wild to have an impact because we want to keep doing it. That's right. Uh, if you like the podcast, drop a tweet or, or post about it. Just let people know. Uh, it's the quickest way that we can grow it. So we appreciate you doing that. And here we go. At the end of every podcast, I dial a random number, Mike, just to see if we can get someone to pick up, and then we just have a conversation to talk to them. What is, uh, what's the zip code you grew up in? I mean, the area code you grew up in. What's the area code of Florida? Oh, uh, it was uh, 954. Okay. 54. Okay. We see it's a crapshoot, but hopefully... It rarely ever works.
Here we go. All right. <laughs> That's an offer right there. Never have it. There you go. Well, thanks for joining us. No one's time. called that number in over 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> That's the old McStubbins house. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thank you for listening to this week's episode. And uh, thank you, Mike. And uh, hopefully, uh, thank uh, you, man. Yeah. We'll see you again soon. Oh, yeah. For sure. All right. Cool. That Rome wasn't built in a day Then how come everyone is rushing to get ahead And if I seem to be reserved, that's just my way Your questions seem like you're interrogating me Yeah, I try Then again, I don't try I get an F for effort I get a D next time Uh-huh, uh-huh the lemon metaphor four million times and i don't stand for lemonade don't ask me why and would a beverage stand be a job that be desired and where would i get the wood and should i try should i try then again i don't try again effort effort i get a 65 yeah, I try, yeah, 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 then again I don't try Again, F for effort I might as well just Uh-huh, currency don't grow like leaves on trees then how come my money comes and goes so seasonally and i wish farmers planted plants instead of thieves my friend pays a ton of green for greener groceries yeah she tries then again she don't try she gets an f for effort she'll plant a tree next time yeah she tries then again, I don't try. Again, F for effort. I'll get a D next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I try. Uh-huh, uh-huh.